Welcome back to the one, the only, the Tony Tommy Podcast. I'm Tony, and I'm here with my co-host. You never would have guessed it. His name's Tommy. How we doing, Tommy? Hey, what's up, motherfuckers? It's your boy Tommy on this bitch. I mean, we're doing amazing. How could you not be doing amazing when you're making the Tony Tommy Podcast? Pet podcasts around, pet podcasts in town. Now, Tommy, I'll tell you where our loyal Tommers and Thoners can get at us on the Instagram. It's on that. Tony Tommy Podcast. That's T-O-N-Y. T-O-M-M-Y. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. On the Instagram. Also, if you have any business inquiries, such as where to pay Tony and Tommy a million dollars, or maybe you want to get at us, about maybe you didn't agree with us with our top 10, even though our top 10 was clearly right and your opinion doesn't even matter. So why are you going to email us in the first place? You can email us at TonyTommyPod at gmail.com. That is T-O-N-Y-T-O-M-M-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com. Hey, who the thunk you'd get a, a spelling lesson today in the podcast? I knew you would, you dumb idiots. I mean, Tommy, the other day... I was reminiscing. What were you reminiscing about, my friend? Tommy? I was thinking about some of the best times I had growing up in, like, the middle schooler days. Ah, oh, tell me what. What were you thinking about, Tony? One of the best times you could have is you and the boys, you and Johnny, and Tommy, and Tony, and Robbie, and Jerry, and Gerald, and, and Mike, Barry? and Barry. And Barry. You go to the mall, and you shoot the shit. You cause some trouble. You go in the stores. You do some some troublemaking shit. It was the best of times. It was the best of times. It was the best of times? And I'll tell you why, Tony. The reason why it was the best of times was because, you know, you go there, you would bring a couple different chains of clothing. What you do, you bring some sunglasses, some hats. You'd go to the food court. You'd go. You'd grab a sample. No, sample great, and then you walk down to the end of the food court. Take off your hat. Then you go back. Take the same food. And then you go down, you take off your sweatshirt, you go back, you get the same food. And you do that all day till you get the full meal inside your belly. I mean, Tommy, that's exactly right. I'd done that so many times, you would have thought I was quick change from the halftime shows. I changed so quick, I got 27 million uh, food court items. And also, you go in the stores, you cause a ruckus. You go in the finish line, you check out the fresh new J's. You and your boys cop everything you can with your parents' money. It was the best. Who, who, I mean, what what else could you ask for? And then you could see the movie, because there's always a movie theater right next to the mall. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. Also, something you can do is ask the vendors the ridiculous questions. Like one of Tony and I's favorite questions is, you go into the store lids with all the hat. You go to the person. You go, hey, come on, man. What's your favorite lid? Yeah, you ask them what the best lid in town is. The best lid at the lid store. They usually give you a terrible advice. They usually give you one a, a lid that looks ugly as shit, like with Cookie Monster or some shit on his face. What do you think we are, Emo Jones? Yeah, that, that ain't how we, that ain't don't, don't, don't roll. Yeah, I get that flat bill cap with the gold encryption, the Boston Red Sox, or something like that. Keep it clean, keep it fresh, keep it Tommy and Tony. Yeah, gotta keep it Tommy and Tony. I mean, one of the favorite things for Tommy and Tony to do with them all is to do something bad and get security on our ass. And then you run around and you hide from them all day. Yeah, you hide everywhere. One of my favorite pastimes in this sense, you go up to random people with a, a mini basketball and you dunk on them. They get so pissed. I do that every time I go to the mall to this day. 
I've seen 50-year-olds doing it. It's a great pastime. Yeah, great, greatest pastime ever of throwing Tommy. I remember one time I almost broke someone's phone. It was crazy. He almost beat my ass. But then Tony came to my rescue. He said, if you gotta fight Tommy, you gotta fight Tony. The Tony-Tommy dynamic. That's what you got. Tony-Tommy tag team. DM. And that'll do it. We'll bring you to our first segment right now. Yeah, here we are, Tony. Back at it again with one of our favorite segments. You know, the one we call Tony and Tommy. The tale of the tape. And on this Tony and Tommy tale of the tape, we're taking two equal contestants. Two people who show the most toughness, the most bravery, the hardest outer shell of all time. We've got Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, thus Optimus Prime. Coming in in the red corner, we got Optimus Prime. He weighs in at 4.3 tons and has a height of 32 feet. Some of his best features, he's got an ion cannon, he's got an energon sword, he can transform into a truck, he can travel interstellarly, he has heavy armor, and he's a master at mixed martial arts. He has zero weaknesses. Now tell him about The Rock. And coming in the blue corner, we've got Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. He weighs in at a similar weight as Optimus Prime, at 265 pounds and a similar height of 6 foot 5 inches tall. Some of his main features include toughness, very very tough, Dwayne The Rock Johnson tough. He's got great heart. He's a professional football player and WWE wrestler. He knows his way around the ring. In addition, he's a business mogul. And has unlimited wealth. He can get you whatever he want. His weaknesses? He ain't got no weaknesses because he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, some would say that that's his weakness, that he has no weaknesses. But I would call that a strength. Yeah, it's definitely a strength. I mean, we got a very evenly matched fight here. We got The Rock at 6'5 and Optimus at 32 feet tall. Like, they're very evenly matched in height and weight. Same exact reach too. Yeah, I mean, the wingspans are very similar. The Rock might have him a little bit on the wingspan, but I don't know. I mean, this fight is coming down to a couple of things. Number one, the martial arts. I mean, Optimus Prime is, is a master. However, The Rock, I mean, he, he knows every martial art. He's been in every movie with different martial arts. He knows jujitsu. He knows taekwondo. He knows karate. He knows them all. Yeah, he knows how to street fight too. I mean, anything... That the Optimus Prime can throw at the rock, he's already seen it in the movie. So why can't he handle it now? Because he's because he's fighting Optimus Prime? I don't think so. He's seen it all. I mean, in, let's say let's say Optimus shoots the ion cannon at the rock. He can easily deflect it with his bicep. Yeah. It's very easy for the rock. His bicep can take in the energy from the ion cannon and use it to his advantage. Yeah, and he can shoot shoot the ion cannon right back out yep. of his chest. Exactly. It's very proven mathematically. Also. Let's say Optimus Prime takes out his sword. What is he gonna do? Try to slice the rock? Good one. You can't slice the rock. He's too hard. He's too tough. He's got too much strength. He's a solid rock. How you, are you gonna slice a rock? To, you try to cut into him. You make sparks. He gets stronger. Yeah, he makes sparks. Yeah, I mean, he makes sparks. It's crazy. The rock, another reason he, I think he might have a little edge here is he's got the heart. Optimus Prime, he thinks he has heart. I think he might do. However, it's a fake heart. 
It's mechanical. He's made from electricity and shit. Yeah. The Rock's got a real heart. Yeah, Optimus Prime, he was programmed to think he has the best heart around and the best heart in town. But there's only one person who can have the best heart in town and the best heart around. And that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Because his heart, it's real. It's bloody. And it's inside of his chest. Unlike Optimus Prime. I mean, Optimus Prime, we got to give credit where credit is due. I mean, he gives the most motivational speeches of all time. I'd be on the Twitter the other day, and I've seen some Optimus Prime speeches. I was ready to run through 25 walls. Yeah, I mean, Optimus Prime... I mean, his only chance to win, really, is if he gives a very inspirational speech to The Rock. But on how The Rock will beat him because of its motivational speech. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the way The Rock can actually defeat Optimus Prime, by his brute force, he's going to nonstop punch him. He's going to nonstop kick him. He's going to headbutt. He's going to get down and dirty until Optimus Prime, his mechanics break and fall apart. Yeah, I mean... I feel like at some point during the fight, Optimus Prime will realize that he's no match for The Rock. He'll turn to that, to that big car he is and run away. I mean, that's not like Optimus Prime, but when you're facing a, a foe like The Rock, there's no choice but to run away or be dead. Yeah, and the Optimus Prime, very respectful opponent too. So I think when he was about to lose the fight, he would give in. He would concede and tell The Rock that you have won this battle and good fight. He'd say something like, you have won the battle, but not the war. Ah, and then he'd point. go on to talk about how life is uncertain and how you need to be brave and tough in all aspects of life because Optimus Prime, he knows what he's talking about. That's right, Tommy. I mean, if you want to see a great battle, you could put these two on a tag team. I don't even know who you could put on the other side, though. Because think... that'd be a crazy fight. Who, who could even possibly have a chance against those two? I know someone who had a chance. Who? Probably not, though. The Sun. Ah, the sun, maybe. Maybe. We can maybe talk about that another time, though. I think I think you're right, Tony. But I think we need to wrap this one up. I mean, it's a very even fight. They're pretty much the same exact foe. But, you know, I think that we're going to have to say The Rock takes this one. In, in an excruciating four-day battle. Yeah, it's going to be a four-day battle no matter what. However, The Rock has unlimited resources of wealth and his businesses that can help him. So I think he's going to take this fight. Well put, Tony. Uh, next up. Tony and Tommy's Tony of the Week. With this week, one of the best Tonys of all time. Tony Montana from Scarface. He's one of the coolest anti-heroes of all time. I mean, where shall we even begin? He's a drug lord. He comes from the scraps. He comes from the streets. And he makes his way up to become a drug lord kingpin of cocaina. I mean... The Tony Montana? The drug lord? The cartel king? The best man to ever do it? Cocaina himself? Tony Montana? I mean, what a better way to start off the Tony of the week. I mean, something else I got for you. Tony Montana? He's got the sickest guns I've ever seen. He's got the Tommy gun. He's got the grenade launcher. He's got the Glock. He's got- He's got the silenced pistol. When him and his boy Manny go to kill someone, I forget who it is. But it's it's great. He's got every weapon in the book. He used a dying gun, the grenade launcher, the silenced pistol. I, he probably has a sniper rifle. He's probably got every gun that you could possibly own. I mean, another thing, he has the best cocaine ever. I mean, some say 
that Scarface is cocaine is the best all time, better than El Chapo. I mean, the Hannah Montana that this guy carries with him is top notch. I'm not saying me and Tommy have been storting it all day, but I'm not not saying that either. Hey, yeah, I mean, you'll be right there, Tony. You'll be right there. But the white powder that he's he's pushing, it's the best in town and around. And well, that's a Tommy that's right. Tony guarantee. Yeah, that's a, I mean, we wouldn't know, but it's still a Tony Tony guarantee. We're always right. Another thing about Tony, Tony Montana. He's played by Al Pacino, one of best actors of all time. I mean, he's, he's perfect for the role. He's an Italian stallion. He's a drug lord. I'll tell you what, Tony, I got a question for you. What do you got? What Al Pacino? Be Al Pacino without Scarface and Tony Montana? Hell no. I don't think so either. I think Tony Montana made Al Pacino. So, to so Al Pacino, you should be thanking Tony Montana. One of the coolest Tonys all time. And we forgot to list his height and weight for you. So I'll list it right now. Because I know it off the top of my head. Tony Montana's dimensions, he's 6'5", 215. Pure muscle. I mean, he's not losing to anybody in the battle, whether it be with weaponry or the fisticuffs. And he's three feet, eight inches wide. Exactly. That's a great stat. Also, the line at the end of the movie, say hello to my little friend. It's one of the best lines in cinema history. Ain't that right, huh? Was that the Tommy gun? Or was that the grenade launcher? I can't remember. I think he might have had both in one hand. He yeah. had two of them. Yeah, I think I had the name launcher. He was launcher. a Kimbo. Yeah, Kimbo, Tommy Gun. I mean, Tony, Tommy Gun. Ah, great combination. Uh, Tony Montana, Tommy Gun. That's all you can ask for, man. I mean, can we also talk about one thing? How he went out in the movie Scarface. One of the best endings of a human life of all time. Why don't you tell him how it ended, Tony? Tommy, I mean, it's one of the best ways to go out. Tony Montana goes out in a blaze of glory. He comes out with the grenade launcher and the thigh gun. And he kills a bunch of henchmen that are after him. And then he finally, someone behind him, the skull, shoots him in the head. And then he falls into the pool and has a pool of blood surround him. It's a picturesque scene. It's calming as day. Very calming. I mean, you got Tony Montana in a pool of blood. I mean, it's one of the best deaths all time on screen. And you, to, to say the least, he gets killed by the person in the skull? I want to get killed by that person in the skull. Yeah, where's the skull at? How do we get him to come kill us? Yeah, I mean, one of the best people to kill you all time. I mean, maybe we'll do a top ten people to kill you all time. Number, the skull might be number one. You never know. And that's Tony Montana for you. He's one of the best drug pin, drug kingpins around in town. He's got the best white. He's got the best gunnery. He's amazing. Yeah, I mean, Tony Montana, thank you. And Al Pacino, say thank you to Tony Montana. Tony Montana, you made me who I am today. Yeah, Tony's real role model. It was named after you. Yeah, and that'll do it for the Tony of the week. All right, peoples. I'll tell you what. We've got a great segment for you coming up. It's a new one, too. One we've never done before. This one's called Tony and Tommy Time Travel. We time travel different places. The places we want to time travel to. I mean, we've each picked one for today to talk about. And on today's episode of Tony and Tommy's Time Travel, I want to go to Ancient Egypt. Ancient Egypt, one of the coolest places of all time. You got the sand, 
You got the pyramid. You got the pharaoh. You got the mummy. You got the hieroglyphs. I'll tell you, Tommy. The sand is an underrated part about ancient Egypt. That sand no longer exists in the world today. You only get that good sand back in ancient Egypt. Also, the pharaohs? I mean, if you could go back in time and be a pharaoh? One of the coolest people all time. You, you get all the gold, you get whatever you want. And then, when you die, you become a mummy? I mean, a mummy? What could be better? I think it'd be better than that, Tommy. I mean, also one thing is if, if you're in the ancient Egypt, you're gonna see the, uh, the pyramids being built by the aliens. So you're gonna see aliens. That's something not many people could say other than Tony and Tommy. Yeah, I mean, meeting the aliens is a big part about ancient Egypt. Everyone knows the aliens were friends with the ancient Egyptians. They, they made good peace. I mean, there were spaceships flying around the pyramids. You got mummies running around at night. You got the sand. You got quicksand. You got the sphinx. You got the sphinx. I mean, you could force people to walk into the quicksand. That's one of the coolest ways to die. Yeah. Also, you got Cleopatra. Cleopatra is one of the hottest women all time. Uh, it might be number one. Might be number one. Cleopatra. If I was to time travel back to ancient Egypt, I would try to woo Cleopatra with my Tony skill set. Yeah, I mean, your Tony skill set would be great to woo Cleopatra. Everyone in ancient Egypt was five foot three. Tony and Tommy are 6'10", 255 pure muscle. Cleopatra pick us every time over the pharaohs. Yeah, I mean, easy choice for Cleopatra. Alright, Tony. Now that I picked where I would time travel to and Tony Tommy's time travel, where would you time travel to, Tony? I would time travel... I would travel to the golden age of pirates. I mean, pirates are one of the coolest people of all time. You got Jack Sparrow. You got the likes of Blackbeard. You got the dead man's chest. You got the Kraken. You got buried treasure. I mean, buried treasure is so cool. I found 10 buried treasures. You got the ghost skeleton. I mean, the ghost skeleton is one of the most underrated parts of being a pirate and searching for the buried booty. I mean, the buried booty is one of the best parts of being a pirate because you can go find the X and you can look it on the map and you can find the treasure and you can beat everyone up. X marks the spot, a top five line of all time. If I was walking around town and I hear someone behind me say, X marks the spot. He's instantly the coolest person I've seen. Also, you can make people walk the plank. That could be my favorite thing in any movie all time. If I could make people walk the plank, I would make there be crocodiles outside the plank and sharks. So then once they jump off the plank, they get eaten instantly. I mean, walking the planks by one of the coolest thing all time. I mean, I love making people walk the plank and the crazy things. I mean, Tony and I, we have control of the Kraken. So when we make people walk the plank, we get the Kraken on their ass and crack their ass up. Another good part about being a pirate, you got a social status based on your weaponry and your accessories. Everyone knows the best pirate has the coolest weapons and the most booty. You got all the gold, you got the jewels, you got the crowns, you got whatever you want, whatever you, you find. You got the eye patch, you got the beard, the peg leg, you got the hook on your arm, you got the parrot, you got the crazy pirate hat, the buccaneer hat, is the handkerchief, the, the buccaneer hat is is a staple in, in the history of the world. I mean, dressing like a pirate is probably the best dressed people of all time, oh, I would easily. say. I mean, I wish more people dressed like a pirate nowadays. You remember in Dodgeball and Pete the Pirate? Steve the Pirate. Oh, Steve the Pirate. He should have he should have kept dressing like the pirate, but then he then he didn't dress like the pirate. Yeah. And then by the end he was a pirate again. Pretty tight, man. 
Yeah, I mean, piracy is great. And also, another great part is you play hella instruments as pirates on your boat. Pirates always playing weird-ass instruments, like the drums or whatever the shit they play. The organ? The organ, I mean... Who puts a fucking organ on a boat? That shit's massive! And the person on the crow's nest always has the... the spyglass? And you can tell when a rival pirate gang is coming into your town? And then you get ready for war. And when you're a pirate, it's war every damn day. You got the weaponry, you got the swords, you got the knives, you got the guns, you got the cannons. Whoever's boat has the coolest cannons usually wins the fight. That's facts, Tony. I mean, cannons, they're probably the number one thing that you win wars with in the piracy age. And I'll tell you what, when you're a pirate, you want to go to war at all times. Because if you're at war, that means there's more chance of collecting the booty from other people. The more wars you win, the more clout you get as a pirate. Just ask Blackbeard Tony and Redbeard Tommy. Yeah, Blackbeard Tony and Redbeard Tommy are two best pirates all time. And that'll do it for our segment. Tony and Tommy, time travels. And that'll do it for today's episode of the Tony, Tommy, Tommy, Tony, Tony, Tommy podcast. And uh, go ahead and give us a nice little follow on the Instagram on that the Tony, Tommy podcast on Instagram. Or on the Twitter. At Tony Tommy Pod. Or send us an email if you got any inquiries or something. At the Tony at Tony Tommy Pod at email.com. Ah, you almost messed that I one did. up, Tony. I almost messed that one up. Ah, but I'll tell you what. We really appreciate all our listeners, our our our, our loyal donors and our loyal Tommers, because they're the people we do this for. You know, if it weren't for you guys, giving us all your love every day, sending us a million emails like you do telling us that we're the best all the time. We probably want to be doing this. So make sure you leave us a review. Pasa! Now tell your friend and tell your foe. Because we got a whole lot in store for you. We'll see you next time.